Faith Legacy starts here. You're listening to the 3D Legacy Podcast, where we encourage and empower you to build a legacy of faith in your children and the next generation. Welcome and hello, happy day to you. I'm hoping that you're having a wonderful, blessed day as you are learning to do devotions with your children and pray and empower them to be the world changers and atmosphere changers they are called to be. And just encourage and empowerment for your home as you are going along this faith journey to walk with your kids through a 3D legacy. So we're in our faith experiment series where we are just taking matters of faith and seeing how we can practically apply them in our everyday lives. We've talked about, you know, doing devotions. We've talked about um, developing prayer warriors. We've talked about fixing and building what has been broken when that just that forgiveness is needed in our relationships with our children. So today is our next one in our faith experiment series, which I'm, I guess, cleverly, not so cleverly, entitling Force Feeding Versus Providing Necessity. So once again, I'm Pastor Katie. I'm happy to just be with you today as we walk along this journey together, just like in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9, as we're walking along the road and we're talking about matters of faith and how to make that happen in our everyday life. So when we think of our parenting nowadays and just being transparent, real, and honest, a lot of us um, have kids that are strong-willed, stubborn, may not do, a lot of times do not do what we want them to do. Um, So we are stuck in a, just a battle of the wills, if you will, going back and forth with our children about several things, Um, not just matters of faith, we'll get to that, of course. But you know, going back and forth, even in little things where it exhausts us for the bigger things as well. Um, Just for example, and I know you probably all have had, you know, different strong-willed battle situations in your households. Um, The one I'm currently dealing with right now is my littlest does not like to eat. And which is so strange to me because I really love food and you know, why? What kid does not like to eat? Um, but he just, you know, just like on the Christmas story with Randy and the the little brother with like, he just, you know, you're, it's a kid that is being forced to eat. I didn't think they exist until I had my children. But looking at my son, it is a constant struggle to get him to eat. Um, right now, we are pretty much living off of oatmeal. Um, we're, you know, not for lack of trying with other foods, but it is just, this is what he's, this is what he is right now. This is what he's wanting to do. It's ins- insanely frustrating because I'm thinking to myself, like, really? What, what You don't want to eat? What What's going on here? Um, what's happening? And, but the thing is, is at the end of the day, is I know the battle that I'm fighting with his food is it's, you know, as I said at the beginning, force feeding versus providing a necessity. I can't, while I can't force him to feed it, I do know it's when you have that subtle mind shift in verbiage, because it's kind of the same thing. Um, It's not force feeding, it's providing a necessity. My child needs to eat. He can't live off of nothing or if you I should say he doesn't want to eat 
anything. He absolutely wants to eat candy and it has come in handy for potty training the past couple of days. However, he wants to, doesn't really want anything to do with any other good nourishing food that will sustain him. So it's not force feeding, but it is providing a necessity. This is something he needs. I know that my child needs this to live. I know that he needs this to be able to be all that God has created him to be and to be healthy and strong and everything. But it's, you know, it is a constant struggle. It is a constant struggle. You know, also in the same vein, like thinking about other children, like, you know, you might relate to some of these stories, hence why I tell you these stories. But my oldest has trouble with picking up their room. And it's a, like, I I go in and it's automatic stress because it's, I'm looking at all of this bohemian creativity that is all over the walls and the floors and everywhere. And I look at it and I say, my goodness, please, we have got to get this organized. This is, this is stressing me out. Like, stop, we need to get, but if she's not seeing the value in it yet, however, I have to think about me as a parent right now. Do I fight this battle or do I just let it go? And, you know, the same thing with the feeding. You know, it's for her life, she's going to need to be able to organize and clean and make sure that everything is in its place. That's just a life skill that's going to help her. So, As we're looking at all these things and, you know, our parenting journeys and what we are wanting our children to do and the struggles that we encounter when they very much do not want to do them, what do we do? Do we continue to press forward or do we give up truly? A lot of times, you know, sometimes if we're going to be real in our battles that we're fighting with our children, sometimes it's it's very easy just to simply give up and just give in and say, oh, you know what, fine, just just go. I, I, I'll just close the door to the room. Fine, you're not going to eat this. Fine, I'm just, <laughs> that's it, I, I, whatever. I'm not going to fight that battle anymore because it gets exhausting for parents. And I'm right there with you. And I know many of us feel the same way. So we give up because, you know, sometimes it's too hard. Um, we were tired of fighting the same battle over and over and over and over and over again, because we know that battles, it's a battle. So it's not just a one and done in a skirmish and we're done. It is sometimes daily. It's weekly. It's a battle that is ongoing. We're also, you know, we're parents, we're tired. A lot of us are working and we have, and even just even staying at home is exhausting with, you know, trying to keep the upkeep of everybody and the safety and the health and vitality of your household. You know, we're tired. We're very tired. We're looking for me time. We're looking for replenishment, but we're tired. And so sometimes we just give in. Um, And it also might be too a matter of inconvenience that, you know, we are having to do something else, but you know, I don't have time to fight this particular battle over here. So I'm just going to give it up, give it in. And there you go. And truly a lot of times those, you know, that pressure that we put on ourselves and yes, we need to, yes, we're going to feel tired. And and a lot of times it's going to be inconvenient. And there are times that, 
you know, you've heard the the adage, you know, pick, choose your battles, pick your battles. And truly not every battle is worth fighting for. But at the same time, we have got to realize that there are some battles that are absolutely worth fighting for. And we should be fighting for them. Just like my child and eating. That is a battle worth fighting. They they need to eat. Now, granted, it's not going to be exactly the way I want it to look, but at the same time, that is a battle I need to fight because my child needs to eat. And, you know, with, you know, cleaning rooms and stuff like that, from for my mental health, yes, of course, that is a battle that I need to fight just simply because it's it's frustrating, but also for my child because I want them to learn those skills. I want them to be successful in life. So I know that keeping their stuff in order and everything and valuing what they have and being thankful for what they have, because when they're not cleaning up their rooms and they're leaving everything all over their place, they're they're not really being thankful for what they have. They're just mistreating it. So yes, it is a battle worth fighting. Now, granted, sometimes I know we remove ourselves from the battle because, you know, pick your battles. But the point is, is there are a lot of battles that may not be worth fighting for, but there are some that are absolutely worth fighting for. And that battle, to me, and I think biblically, I know biblically, the most important battle that we face as parents and that we absolutely need to fight is the battle for our children's faith and discipleship at home and also going to church. We, I've just seen, you know, as, as a pastor, as, you know, just even somebody that's been in the faith for so long is that faith has just kind of been started to become a back burner thing. As we, you know, I grew up in a day and age that, you know, every time the church was open, we were there. Now, granted, I was a pastor's daughter as well. But, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, we were always there. It was a priority in our family. And we'll talk about priorities later because I have some thoughts on that as well. But it was something that we just did. And what I've seen over the years is that church now has become just kind of an add-on. It's a great thing to do when we can get to it, you know, when other things aren't happening. Yes, I know sickness sickness is not, you know, stay home if you're sick, please, as a children's pastor, please. But at the same time, you know, it's just kind of like when we get to it, when it's convenient for us, um, you know, we have other things going on, you know, when we get to it. But here's the thing church, faith, our relationship with God is the most important thing in the entire world. And if we are not fighting that battle of faith, first and foremost, before any other battle in our home, we're going to lose every other battle. Because if we cannot get that battle won, if we cannot train up our children in the way that they should go, if we do not make that a relationship of love and pass on that legacy of love of Jesus to our children, then every other battle is worthless. It It doesn't mean anything in the long run. So what I'm encouraging you today is when, if it's matters of faith, when in matters of faith, fight the battle. That is, it's absolutely worth fighting. This is not a choose your battle moment. This is, yes, you are fighting this battle. So now with that thinking, 
How do we fight this battle? So force feeding, providing a necessity, but essentially choosing our battles, but choosing to fight the biggest battle of our lives, which is the discipleship of our home and bringing up our children in the way they should go. Um, Typically, when I study the Bible, I really love to look at big chunks of scripture. I'm a big, you know, just love to see the context and the reason. And um, I think sometimes we get in trouble when we take, we cherry pick verses. However, there's one verse that really stuck out to me um, today as I was just looking through, and that's Philippians 3.14. It says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul, throughout his epistles, his letters to the church, several times talks about running a race and going towards the goal and throwing off what hinders us and continuing to go after him. So in this verse, a few things really stuck out at me because, you know, discipleship is our goal. Making disciples is our goal. Um, Raising up our children in the way of the Lord is our goal. But even beyond that, I don't want to just make disciples. And I guess implied in the name disciple is that love relationship. But I want my kids to be in love with Jesus. I want them to desire him. I want them to want to be with him. That to me is the biggest goal. And because of that relationship of love, not of compliance, but of commitment, that they are going after that goal just simply because they love Jesus and whatever you want, Jesus I will do whatever it takes. I will do. So that is what we want to nurture in our children. And of course, you know, the theme is, is if we want our kids to do this, we have to do this ourselves. So the first thing, you know, I press on towards the goal that implies commitment that we keep going no matter what, but it also, you know, I've talked about it, you know, just with different things and, um, but just that whole concept of centering versus priorities, um, that Jesus needs to be the center. He's not the top of a priority list. In fact, he's beyond the priority list. In fact, with Jesus, that, that just completely obliterates anything that you have on your priority list because when God moves and when Jesus calls and when Jesus speaks, that is not a priority. That is life. That is what we need to do. You know, from the book, Practicing the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence, just a short yet profound read. You know, one thing that he talks about is basically doing everything out of love for God, whether it's washing dishes, whether it is, you know, making meals for our kids, whether it's doing laundry, everything is centered and has its root in him. But the thing is, is in order to have a true center, you have to have love and delight in God. You have to realize his love and delight in you. You need to delight in his word. You need to delight in his children that he's given you. 
delight and love are the center. And if you do not have that delight in the Lord, that his laws don't bring you life, that just who he is does not bring you life, then that you have no center. You have to have a relationship with love. And that's something that can't be taught. That's just something that has to happen. And when, as you read the Bible and pray and learn to love him more and to worship and to just go after his presence and seek him and desire him, that's when centering occurs. It's not just, okay, well, hey, today Jesus is the center of our home, kids, so let's go for it. If you don't have a relationship on the other side, that just becomes pharisaical law and just a bunch of rule following that is compliance, not commitment. Commitment is love. Commitment is passion. Commitment is I am going after this, whatever it takes, because I love you, Jesus. So it starts in us. It trickles towards our kids, but that requires commitment from us. If we want to disciple our home, we have to disciple ourselves first and develop that commitment. Um, But once again, This is not a battle that needs to be chosen. This is the only battle that needs to be chosen. This is it. This is what we're going for because nothing else, if we don't have this, nothing else, nothing else truly matters. The next part that I was thinking of is just for the prize, that there is a prize at the end of this. And you know, any good church kid could tell you, even not a good church kid could tell you that the prize for our faith walk is heaven. When we, when you call on the name of Jesus and you say, save me, forgive me of my sins, you know, that is our salvation. That is the price he paid. And therefore heaven is our prize. But there's a lot of life in between. And that's not all there is. We get so much more just simply be, for being in God's family, for being his children. The goal, the prize is not just heaven, which is not even something that we can even fathom truly here on earth. You know, as we, as you know, along this, my own faith journey, it's like at first, you know, heaven kind of freaked me out a little bit to truly like, what am I going to be doing there forever and ever and ever? But as I'm learning and as I'm reading and as I'm praying, like I, that desire for heaven gets cultivated more and more and more that, you know, just everything made perfect, everything made new. And yes, that is, you know, the end goal. That is what, you know, for eternity, that's going to be our eternity. But even here on earth, when we make the commitment and we choose Jesus and we choose him, not just once. And then, you know, our salvation is secure, but when we choose him daily, we get life abundant. God says, I came to give life and to give it abundantly. It's not just, yes, your life, but then in abundance. He gives us purpose. He gives us destiny. He gives us calling and gifting. And when we submit and we make him our center, that is a prize to be able to be all that he has created us to be and to know our purpose, not to be searching for it ourselves, but to be awakened to what he has put in us that is such that is the biggest prize of all and it's beautiful and just life with him is worth living life with him is everything and 
it's fulfillment. It truly is fulfillment. Now to take it back, you know, scale it back a little bit. Like you think of, we think of, you know, all the different, you know, battles that we fight with our children and, you know, do this because it's good for you. You know, you're eat your vegetables because they're good for you. I know, um, one of my children takes piano lessons and we like, you know, love, 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 love our teacher. She's fabulous, but my child has such a hard time sticking with it that they don't want to put in the work for it. They don't want to practice. They don't want to go over all the different things. They just, it's, it's pulling teeth because there's not right now it's in that compliance stage. But the thing is, is I keep telling them we're sticking with this much to their chagrin and much to their, oh, come on, seriously. But the thing is, is I'm starting to now after a couple years, see the benefits of that because a lot of us, and truly there are so many times that I wanted to say, you know what, fine, done. I, I'm not going to fight this battle anymore. But the thing is, is I know on the other side of it, the benefits that it brings. And so we've stuck with it and I am now starting to see the benefits of sticking with it. It's a process. And, you know, as in our process of our faith journey, we may not see the value in every single day. We may not, you know, I talked about that life abundant and that purpose and that destiny. And that's also amazing. But at the same time, we're, we probably are not going to see that every day where we feel completely on target, completely in the will of God, because that's where, you know, we need to trust and take out those steps of, or take those steps of obedience but knowing that there's an end game at the end, knowing that God has a purpose on the other side of pain, of, of commitment, of those nights and those days where everything we do goes unnoticed and we just keep working and plodding along and hoping, you know, it is for something. Let me assure you, it is for something. And so as we press on to the prize, it's very easy to give up. It's very easy to give up and say, you know what, just throw in the towel. Like, this is too much. Like, what, what's this for? I don't even see the benefit of it. Like, this is, I'm too tired to even fight this battle. I pray that God gives you the strength to fight this battle because the prize is a life abundant with him. It's purpose. Yes, there is heaven, but there is so much even here on earth that he gives to us to help us to walk into his purposes and his plans for us. And so that is such a beautiful prize at the end of it, that sticking with it, sticking with that commitment so that we can just have him or his presence with us every day is just, it's worth living for. It's everything. So in the last part of the verse, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And that kind of talks about with for the prize, because, you know, yes, we're going after a prize, but there's a lot of days that we're going to see, you know, as we disciple our children, we read the Bible, we pray together, we teach them and bring them up in the way of the Lord. We may incur, we may encounter resistance. We may encounter, um, where they're going to say, I don't want to do this. Really? Seriously? Do I have to do this? Oh, I want to do this instead. I want to watch TV in there's going to be so, or even going to church on Sundays when we, you know, get back into everything and 
or, you know, I don't do I have to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to be a part. There's going to be a lot of times that we're going to just want to be like, you know what? I'm not going to argue with them. I'm not going to, I don't want to argue with you. It's it. But please, please know, make them go, make them do it. Because at the end of the day, yes, not every single moment of our journey of faith is going to be just that love relationship commitment. It's not. And as we grow and mature in the faith, yes, we start to develop that more and more. But there there are those days that it's just going to simply be compliance. And that's okay. Because those compliance moments develop trust. And compliance moments develop obedience. And allowing that opportunity, even when we don't want to, even when we don't feel like it, when we develop those moments in our children, even if they don't want to be a part of what you're doing in your home, even if they don't want to go to church, you're doing it anyway. You're saying, you know what? This is the most important thing. And this is the most important gift I can give you. Oh, I'm getting emotional here. This is the most important thing in the entire world. And there are days that you're not going to want to do this. There are days that it's going to be hard, but you know what? We're going to press on. We're going to keep on fighting. We are going to keep on battling this battle of faith, and we are going to live victoriously on the other side of it. We are going after the prize that Jesus has given us, and he has promised us. And we're going to center ourselves and our home around him no matter what. This takes priority and precedence over everything else in our home. And this is what we are going for. It's more than a necessity. It is the only battle worth fighting because once this battle is fought, all the other battles fall into place because Jesus is the center. Jesus is everything. So I just pray that encourages you today that with those moments that you feel that oh, I just I don't want to fight this battle. I'm I'm tired. It's hard. Keep going. Press on towards the goal. Discipleship is the battle that you need to be fighting. And I am just going to pray over you right now that you take up that mantle that no matter what, whatever it takes, this is not an add-on. This is not just something to do. This is life. This is everything. So let's make that happen today. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much. Thank you that you are our center, that you are our life, that you are our love and our source of it all. Jesus, I just pray, God, that in our personal lives as parents, we will get to know you that we will get to love you, that we will develop relationship with you and walk into the purpose and plans that you have for us, Lord. The prize of life abundant, Jesus, in you, God. God, even days that it's more of a compliance than a commitment, Lord, even days where it's just simple obedience, Lord, I just pray that we trust in you. And God, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we give it to you, Lord, and we press on to all of the wonderful, greater things that you have for us in Christ Jesus. In your name, amen. Friends, we love you. Have a wonderful day as you disciple your home to go into your destiny. Faith Legacy starts here. Thanks for listening to 3D Legacy.